Hey, hey, everybody. Have you as a host ever had a problem where somebody's either smoked in your property or they've caused lots of noise, had parties? These are the type of things that as hosts, we're always worried about. You never want that nightmare guest. And today we've got a very special guest who's going to talk about a technology which is going to help to prevent that and give you more control, whether or not it's a direct booking or through an OTA. This is just a very cool piece of tech that you need to know about. So if this is your first time here, you're listening to the Boostly podcast. This is the podcast that gives hosts the tools, the tactics, the trainings, and most importantly, the confidence to go out there and get more direct bookings. My name is Liam Carolan, and today we've got Richard Coleman, who is the VP of Marketing from Minute. And uh, it's an amazing piece of technology that if you've not heard of, then you're really going to enjoy the next sort of 20, 30 minutes. So welcome along, Richard. Thank you for joining me today on the podcast. Thanks, Sam. So Richard, can you give yourself a um, an introduction and also introduce uh, what Minute is, the elevator pitch? Absolutely. So as you said, my name is Rich. Um, I've been at Minute for about five years now, and I've seen the, grow- the company grow quite substantially in that time, um, and not just in the size of the company, but also in the, in the types of customers we have and the customers we have around the world with now over 100 countries um, we have hosts using Minute. And essentially what, what Minute is, is Minute gives you insights into your property. So it lets you know the noise levels in decibels in the property, the the temperature, the humidity, and if someone is smoking in the property. So all the things you worry about guests doing. Um, so if that's them throwing a party and disturbing the neighbors, you set a threshold and that can be different for the day and the night. And we notify you if that goes above that level. And we can also contact the guests on your behalf. If they smoke in the property, our sensor can detect tobacco smoke. And once again, let you know, and also message guests that to make sure they quiet down. We do occupancy as well. Um, so we can see how many people are in the property. So if it's supposed to be booked for two people and 15 turn up. Then we also know that. So yeah, so basically we have in-room data that allows hosts know that the guests are adhering to the house rules um, and not disrupting uh, neighbors or, or the wider community. I mean, it's, it's every host's worst nightmare is to get somebody who comes and stays. When people do book through OTA, sometimes some of them, obviously you can see previous reviews, but even then sometimes people without reviews book. And certainly for us here at Boostly, we obviously want to, get more of our hosts who are listening to this more direct bookings and one of the things they'll then worry is that it's one of the most common questions i get is how do i protect my property and you can always have things like obviously insurance you can always have um security deposits but ultimately the devices and the tech that you have as part of your business is really going to help to stop some of the problems before they even get going and this is the great thing about minute and um minute in general just having that device is is just a cool piece of tech. So let's dive more into that because there was a lot of ground obviously covered um, covered there. And first of all, I just wanted to bring the attention towards uh, the name of it. I've been calling it Minute for years. So I'm glad to have uh, yourself, Rich, turn around and say, actually, it's Minute if you're based in the UK and US. So uh, for everyone listening to this, that settles that debate. So let's just go back into one of those those first questions. As a host, what do I need to do and how many of these devices do I need to have, you know, to, to protect my home? It really depends on on the type of home you have and, and what you're concerned with. Most of the hosts that we talk to are concerned with noise, um, because if there's a lot of noise, it often is the precursor to a party. And it's the thing that can disrupt the neighbors the most and, and, and likely end up in a, in a neighbor complaint. And then you potentially losing the listing. So if noise is the real concern, typically we say you only need one of these devices. So you pay per home per year. You pay the subscription fee for the year, um, you get the device, and then you put it in a common area, such as a living room. If you have a five-bedroom villa in Spain, 
and you're worried about smoking and noise. Um, and our, our, our new sensor is also fully weatherproof, so you can install it inside the property or outside. So it really depends on, on your concerns um, and the size of the property. But the majority of our, our users have one and it, and it goes in the common space. And some users might have two or three if they have a larger property or, or are concerned about both indoor and outdoor noise. And how would the host know there's noise going on? What is the uh, What does that look like to them? So um, we have both a mobile app and a desktop app. So if you want someone looking at that, they can see um, a noise graph over time uh, and it will show you the decibel level. So we don't record anything. You can't listen on any conversations, but purely all you see is a graph that shows the decibel level historically. And you can set a threshold that you're happy with. And that can be different during the day and during the night. So during the day, you might say, look, it's, it's okay if people are up to 90 decibels. And then at night, I want them to be below the threshold of 70. And then you have a noise timeline. So what you can say is, if it's above that threshold for five minutes, I want to get receive a notification in the form of a push notification to the app and an email to either myself or someone in my team. If it continues being noisy for another five minutes, I want to automate a text message um, or an email to the guest to, to tell them that, hey guys, look, you've been noisy for 10 minutes. Um, we want you to quiet down. You also have the option to get the device to flashing sound. Uh, so the device itself will start flashing to alert the guests that something um, isn't quite right. Or we have an auto call feature where you can type a message and that message will be auto read to them via a phone call. Um, so it's very customer customizable what you want to happen. So you customize the entire, the entire kind of journey, but essentially we monitor the decibel level over time and you can see that on a graph um, or decide who in your team you want to be alerted. You know, the cool thing about this is that one of the worries that I'd have as a host is some of the times where there's most likely to be parties going on is these days for me, I'm not up still, still around near my phone and that sort of stage. Certainly after having a child, you know, I'm, I'm in bed by decent times these days. So one of my worries has always been that if there's noise going on and the neighbors complaining that I may not be aware of it as soon as I need to be. But this is great about your device is that it alerts the guest directly. So there's every chance that they get that alert and, uh, cease and desist basically which is cool so and just to add to that sorry to jump in there um it, it, we've, it, the, the data shows that in 94 percent of cases when it is loud for five minutes the first text message just saying like hey guys just a reminder the house rules are after 10 p.m you, you need to be below x, x level and 95 percent of the case that's enough to get them to quiet down and it, it's often a case that they reply and say sorry kind of forgot or we watched your film didn't realize and, and, it, and it's fine and it's it's only that five percent of the time where, where it might be an issue um and one of the things we try to do to counteract that is um is in the uk we have a guard service um so it's a service called guard assist and if it's three in the morning and people are being noisy and they get the text message and the phone call and they don't quiet down we can actually send a trained guard to the property who will knock on the door and then report back to you um so that's a service we're, we're offering in the uk at the minute um and we'll eventually obviously plan to hope to spread wider. But I think that's, that's, as you point out, it's a really key thing is when you have people in your property, you go to bed thinking, am I going to be woken up at three in the morning by my neighbor saying that there's a party or a rave going on next door. And um, what we're trying to do is kind of give hosts peace of mind that like you, you can worry about the bigger picture stuff and we'll worry about, about the, uh, the daily logistics and the dealing with the guests. And it's just so important, isn't it? I love that guard feature. I mean, that is something where I've always thought if I do have some party or, or something going on, then I'm lucky enough, I used to work in department stores. We used to have security and stuff like that. So I, I'm, I'm aware of the places you can call, but so many hosts would panic. You know, you'd think like, who can you get to go there? So that's that's fantastic. And, um, you know, uh, something which we look forward to, to seeing, uh, you know, go to other countries and some of our listeners may be uh, interested from, from other places as well. So 
one of the things you mentioned there was house rules and obviously house rules are just so important what does a host need to tell their guest about your device and where would you recommend them when do you recommend they tell their guest about the device so we have some some material on our website and we have a few blurbs that you can put in your listings so we actually recommend everyone make it obvious they have this device um, and we have some, some collateral that you can use to kind of inform guests about not just what the device does but how it does it and so we use a uh, type of technology called edge processing. So when you have a Google or an Alexa, what it does is it, it, is it records what you say, it sends it back to Google or Amazon, it's analyzed there and then the answer is sent back to the device. All of our processing is done on the device itself. Nothing is sent back to us. So we aren't able to listen into the conversations. We're not able to like, no one could hack the device and listen into the room. So I think it's, it's really important to be as upfront as possible. We don't want this to be hidden or, or, or kept secret. We think it's important you tell the guest and you tell the guest that one of the things we focus on most is privacy. Like the last thing we want is, is for there to be any scandals or, or things about, about our products or the industry. And so privacy focus has always been kind of top of mind for us. We never wanted to include a camera and we never will. We only record decibel levels, not actual sound bites. So yeah, so there's material we have on our, on our website. And we, um, we even have a page for guests that you can point them to on our website that kind of informs them about the product and, and why it's a good thing. And one of the things we always focus on is, is we want our product to be beneficial for the guests, the hosts, and the community. And it's not just about the hosts. We want the guests to have a nice experience because the host is able to monitor the humidity and temperature levels within the property to make sure it's a, it's a comfortable environment. We want the host to feel safe and confident in hosting so they do it more often. And we want the community to see that this host is using our products to ensure the guests aren't having a, a negative impact on, on the community itself. So. So yeah, we, we provide a lot of collateral um, and it's very important to us that we kind of, we make short-term rentals work for everyone involved in the process. Quick break from the podcast to let you know that the two Boostly books that we brought out, the Book Direct Playbook and the Book Direct Blueprint are two of the top rated and the best selling in the hospitality category on Amazon. For just £2, you can grab both of those books right now. The foundations and the structures that you need to put in place is in the Blueprint. And then for 101 marketing tactics, that is in the playbook. So go and grab a copy on Amazon now. Just type in book direct playbook or the book direct blueprint and uh, we'll see you on the other side. Yeah, that's very cool. And I like the fact the confidence it gives people. And of course, by having it noted on your listing, wherever that is in the house rules or within the description itself, that in itself is going to help to put off the wrong kind of people because the minute they see a host has got devices like this, I mean, uh, myself as a host, I use things like Ring Doorbell as well. And when it comes down to the wrong kind of people, it reduces the wrong kind of people drastically. You know, it's very rare that we'd we'd end up with with problems. Now, you mentioned some really cool extra features, which was the smoke detection, the humidity detection, and that side of things. So I want to dive more into that. So let's go for the uh, smoke detection first of all. This is something which I host a lot of contractors and workers, and I know a lot of people listening often have people come and stay Monday to Friday and they tend to be contractors. Contractors tend to probably, uh, you know, sort of generalizing here, but they tend to have more takeaways and often are having a drink or having, you know, a smoke. And the, the trouble is that you're always worried that they're smoking inside. So with the devices, you mentioned having one in the living room. So I assume, does that work like a general smoke detector? Talk us through how does it work for the smoke detection? So, um, so yeah, I think it, it's important to to differentiate between fire smoke and cigarette smoke. So our device is built to detect tobacco smoke. So if someone is smoking a cigarette within the property, it will it will analyze the particles in the air. It will decipher if any of those are from a, 
tobacco cigarette, um, and it will alert you based on that. And so if you are worried uh, about smoking in your property and it's happened before, you may want to put kind of one in a common area, like living room, one in the kitchen, maybe one in the hallway, um, or where you think people might be smoking. So yeah, it kind of depends. And, 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 it's, and it's a difficult one because properties are so different, not just building to building, but country to country. You have some properties that have 15 foot high ceilings. You have some rooms that are 200 square feet, some that are 50. So, so yeah, it kind of depends on, on the individual use cases to how many sensors you might need or how much of an issue it's been. But I think most of our hosts, if someone smoked in a room, you can, you can pretty easily tell. Um, and so they know where kind of the main, the main reason is, is where people are smoking. It's typically the living room where someone may or not, may or may not be like leaning out of the window to try and mask it. And with that, do they get sent a text alert or is this just something which the owner will get told about? It's up to you. So with, with most of our features, it, it's fully customizable. So you might want to have a, a message forward to the guest, um, to say, Hey, look, tobacco smoke's been detected in the property. Just a reminder, households are, you think you're not supposed to smoke. Or you can have it where it just goes to your team and then you decide how you want to deal with that. Maybe it's a phone call, maybe it's a knock on the door. So it's, it's customizable and, and it's up to kind of what works best for you. Amazing. Amazing. So generally that's two of the main concerns of hosts covered. And the other thing you mentioned was the humidity and, and the temperature and that side of things. So to my mind as a host, I'm thinking, especially at the moment where we're seeing uh, the moment as we record this, it's recording it in July, but it's still very much on our minds, the cost of bills, the cost of energy and all that sort of stuff. So how does it track the the temperature and is there anything we can do if we see that the humidity and the temperature is is high I'm, I'm looking at it from a cost saving point of view as a host but you mentioned as well it can then be comfortable for your guests so i guess this is for places outside of rainy england is that correct kind of i think when i when i joined minute five years ago the temperature feature was always kind of a bit of an edge case Pe people liked it and they said like it's nice to know that like the guests are comfortable and the the, the team doing kind of the changeover of setting it to a nice ambient temperature. So when guests turn up, it's not freezing cold or, or boiling hot. And over the last couple of years, as you mentioned, that's, that's changed quite drastically. And I think not just in the UK, but across Europe, kind of less so in the US at the minute, the cost of energy has gone so high that people are now wondering, how can I use this data to, to, to reduce my energy bills? And one of the things we've, we've been really pushing in the last year is we've done an integration with Tado, who make smart thermostats and smart AC controllers. And so at the minute, you can use Minute connected to your PMS. And what we can do is turn off the air conditioning or the heating in between guest days. So if you have one guest book Monday to Wednesday and then another one book Friday to Monday, we can turn the heating or the air conditioning off in between those two guests. So that if the first guest leaves the air conditioning running, it's not running for two days whilst the property is empty. And that's becoming something people ask us more and more about. And we're getting more requests now for integrating with other types of smart heating controls than kind of anything else, because it's kind of top of mind. and. I think people also nowadays are looking for more like return on investment. And so the noise monitoring is kind of an obvious one where if you can rent parties, you save money. Um, and the cigarette smoke is another obvious one where you might have to have a professional cleaner going and get, and get the smell out. But the energy bill ones is, is one that's really resonating with people at the minute. And that's something that we're putting a lot of focus on um, in the year to come. One of the things that I've, it's just occurred to me that happens quite often is we when there's problems in properties in inevitably as hosts we do get property uh, problems you know it's, it's it's not a passive business is it you know there's times in winter where boilers go wrong and things like that and you see the thermostat still switching on if even if you've got a smart device but obviously having a device like yours in the property we'd know if the thermostat's working wouldn't we we'd know if the heat's actually on which is uh yeah so in the same way you can set thresholds for noise you can set a threshold for temperature and you can set one both low and high so you can say, if it ever drops below eight degrees in the property, I want to know. And if it ever goes above 30, I want to know. 
And we've had cases where we have a, a host who has a property um, in the wilderness in Canada. And he got a notification saying the temperature dropped below eight degrees. Um, and he went out there and he actually, his heating had broken and his pipes started to freeze. Um, and he said without minute alerting him that the temperature dropped, he wouldn't have gone out to the cabin for two weeks. Would have had frozen pipes, burst pipes, and it would have been like a catastrophic problem. And so you can, yeah, in, in the same way, I kind of think that the main use case is, is on like the energy saving side and, and, and trying to turn heating off either in between stays. And, and the next thing we kind of want to go into is because we have motion detection in the device, if the property is empty for an hour, then turn the air conditioning off. Cause, um, we work with a property manager in Spain called, um, Bob W who do, um, short-term rentals in, in Madrid and Barcelona. And one thing they've seen is that people turn up in the morning, turn the aircon up fully full blast, and then go out for the day because they want to come back 10 hours later to a nice cold apartment. But running an AC full blast to an empty room is kind of worst case scenario for the host and environment. So it's kind of one of our sustainability pushes as well as to how much money can we save hosts and how much can we benefit the environment by not running heating and heating and cooling devices constantly when they don't need to be. If you're struggling on how to get direct bookings and overwhelmed on where to start, then I recommend you go and book in a call with Boostly and our team right now. We can walk you through exactly what we're offering, how we can help you and give you a portfolio of websites that we have worked with that are matching not only your niche, but could be in your location as well. Boostly has helped over 2,000 hospitality businesses all over the world increase their direct bookings. And if you are interested, then all you need to do is go to Boostly, B-O-O-S-T-L-Y.co.uk forward slash call and book in an appointment with one of our sales team. You know, this is really cool because a lot of people, myself included, I'm guilty of this, of just assuming, hey, it's just noise. It's just noise. And, you know, I can monitor noise. You know, I might be able to hear on my ring doorbell and stuff like this. But Hopefully people listening to this are learning alongside me with this. Uh, this is why I love uh, interviewing people and, and chatting. So is there anything that you're excited about or any changes within your industry, which you're starting to notice and, um, you know, sort of new, new opportunities that uh, minute is uh, minute minute is, uh, is, is jumping on. Yeah. I think quite widely the, the short-term rental industry is, is becoming more professionalized. I think when I think back to staying in an Airbnb eight years ago, you'd turn up, and, and some guy would come running down the road and like hand you the keys and he'd like text you, like here are some house rules, but like they'd be a bit confusing and you'd check in and then like, it was all, all a bit of a kind of a weird experience or a strange experience. And now you, the last Airbnb I went to, I, I booked it. I had like a PDF guide arrived by email before I turned up. Here's the access for the smart control. Here's the access for the Chromecast. And it's a much more professionalized experience. And I think that's exciting for us that the industry is is getting more professional, it's growing, um, and people are now starting to think of, of products like ours as to how can I make the experience e even better and how can I make the guest stay more comfortable and, and what are the things I can really do to kind of up um, the level of what I'm doing and to up the up the barrier and like like what are we aiming for, up, oh, sorry, up the bar. And I think that's really exciting for us because that's what we want to see. We want to see the short-term rental industry thrive and I think having hosts take more responsibility and really kind of push the bar to see where they can go is um is a really crucial step in that yeah an exciting one definitely especially all that smart home tech you know how does one device talk to another how does your property management system or channel manager talk to you know minute and it's just it's really cool to see so obviously being that it could save me as a host from people smoking having a party um you know temperature and save me money on bills what sort of cost are we talking are you happy to to 
talk us through how it works for a host if there's somebody listening thinking do you know what i'm interested in this what do they need and and how much does it cost absolutely so we have two different plans we have a standard plan which is kind of the the do-it-yourself plan so you buy the device which costs 50 pounds you pay 120 pounds per year per property and for that you can set up your thresholds and we will notify you if there's an issue um we then have the pro plan where you get the device for free but you pay 180 pounds a year um, and the difference there is you can integrate your pms and that's when you can start to do all the clever things like you can just go to bed and if there's an issue we'll message them or we'll call them um so the kind of the standard plan is the is the you get the information and the pro plan is you start integrating other tools such as your your smart thermostat or such as your pms um, and there's a lot more that we can take, take control of and allow you to kind of focus on growing your business. And when you think, like you say, the chap in Canada, he'd have literally cost himself thousands upon thousands of dollars. You know, this is this is small a small price to pay for a piece of amazing tech. So that's really awesome. And uh, and thank you for that. So as we start to get towards the end of these, um, we love to do a couple of quick fun questions. But before we do, is there anything else you want to share from the world of uh, Minute? Yeah, I think um, sometimes people kind of see us as a, as a like a small startup or they haven't heard of us before. And I think it's it's important to to realize that uh, Minute is now live in over a hundred countries. We have staff all over the world. We have an offering where we can ship the majority of the world, and we're really really driven to to help support this industry everywhere we can. And so we love hearing from people. We love hearing edge cases. We love hearing um, the issues they're having, and, and we really want to try and and help in any way we can. Um, and as we say, our, our goal is to, to support not just hosts, but also guests and the community. So we want to make sure that um, we help improve the reputation of short-term rentals. And we've done quite a few um, pieces of work with either cities um, or associations where local people or local government have said, we, we want to ban all short-term rentals because they're such a nuisance. And we've gone into the city and we've put up 200 devices in short-term rentals, recorded it for three months, and then gone back to the city and said, it's not short-term rentals. They're not, they're not the problem. Um, I think they're they're a very easy scapegoat to just blame them. But when you actually look at the data, that's not the case. And so we are very driven to to help the industry. Um, and that, that that's not limited to the UK, the US and Sweden. That that's a pretty global ambition. And that's kind of where we wanna where we wanna go and where we wanna be seen going. That's very cool. You've actually reminded me of a, a story. We we do have a noise monitoring device in one of the the properties and we had as you sometimes get, we had a neighbor who didn't like uh, living next to a short-term rental. And so he used to complain and he'd complain that there was noise. And of course, by having the uh, the information at hand, we could actually prove when uh, we, we we got contacted by the police, we could actually prove there was no noise at the times he was complaining through having that that device. So it's well worth, worth having. And the other benefit was we knew when the cleaners were in because it was one of the few times we'd get an alert because there'd be vacuuming close to the device, which was... Um, which obviously triggered it, which uh, which was quite funny. So it helped in in several ways, and um, definitely I see the value in it, and many people listening will do. So I'm just going to timestamp this. As I said, we're we're recording this in July, so any prices you've heard on the podcast, um, you know, may have changed if you listen to this way off in the future. Um, we're going to be sharing how you can get in touch and uh, find out more about Minute in just a second. But before we do, let's just find out a little bit more about Rich. Rich. What is the karaoke song of choice when uh, when you go out and have some fun? I think it's probably Mike and the Mechanics uh, looking back over my shoulder. It's very specific. I don't know that one, but <laughs> I will stick it on Spotify after this just in tribute. Yeah, that's the hope is if you don't know it, you don't know how bad I am. <laughs> <laughs> 
Fair enough, fair enough. Um, where was the last place you went for a spontaneous stay or where would you like to make the next spontaneous stay? Probably to, to Wimbledon, to the tennis. Um, so I don't know if you know this, but um, if you have an Amex card, you can pick up last minute tickets. So I occasionally have to phone my boss and say, I've managed to get Amex tickets for Wimbledon. Is there any chance I can have a half day in 20 minutes? I think <laughs> that's a pretty big rush, but um, luckily I'm based about a mile, a mile down the road in Putney. So it's, uh, it's a bit easier for me to get there. That's very cool. That's very cool. And uh, what do you like to do for fun? And and who are the the people that you like to spend time with? Um, so my main hobby is running. So I try and run um, three or four times a week. And and one of my main things is I love love traveling to go running as well. So end of last year, we went to uh, Valencia, um, stayed in Airbnb there, wonderful city um, to run the Valencia Marathon. And so my fiance and I kind of have a, a tradition where she, she picks a city she wants to go to, um, and I say, can we go around like, the marathon? So if we're going to go to Rome, it'll be for the Rome Marathon, and then we'll see the city. And so, yeah, so it's either um, with my other half um, or um, my best friend and I started a running club um, here in Putney. Um, and so, yeah, we've got a pretty good group of friends there who all love running and all love traveling. So it's, uh, it's a good combo. That's cool. That's cool. So people listening to this, I'll either see you running past their house or singing Mike and the Mechanics somewhere soon. <laughs> Or both. <laughs> or both at the same time. Who knows? Awesome. We love to just find out a little bit more about our guests. So thank you so much for that. So I'm going to throw the mic open. Um, where's the best place for people to go to find out about Minute? So just go to minute.com. So M-I-N-U-T.com. Um, and you can learn all about us there. If you are a property manager and you have more than six properties, feel free to book a demo with one of our sales team um, and they can run you through the best use case view. We have um, sales team members um, all over the world now from France to Spain to the US and so I'm sure they've they've dealt with similar size customers with similar issues um, and can give you some pretty good examples and case studies as to how we've helped other people that's cool and to bring it to a close what is your favorite mantra or saying something that really resonates with you it's a rude one so I might have to change out one word but no, I think it's, uh, you, can, it's you can swear on the okay. podcast <laughs> yeah. all right. I think it's a it's a Hemingway quote which is the first draft of anything will be shit. And so I kind of have a, this, this drive within my team to say, just because we don't know how to do something isn't, isn't a reason to not do it. Let, let's do it. And then if it's not great, let's make it better. And so I, I always want the team to test things out and, and to build new things and, and see what we can do um, and to not worry about kind of that, that fear of failure. Like the only way we're ever going to get good at doing, at doing anything is, is, is to do it and, and, and iterate and get better. And so I kind of love the idea of just because just you haven't done it before isn't a reason to not do it now. I like that. I like that. Start now, get perfect later. That's something which yeah. um, Mark encourages, you know, just get started, like you say, and, yeah. and you get better along the way. So thank you. What a great way to bring it to a close. Rich, thank you so much for your time uh, this evening as we record this. Um, I hope plenty of people go and check out Minute, uh, Minute Old Habits Die Hard. <laughs> Minute off the back of this, so it's minute.com, and uh, the notes will also reflect that. You'll be able to see, uh, you know, the website. It's a very easy one. Thank you for listening. And uh, if you think that anybody else could get some, you know, sort of good information from this or, or be inspired by this, please do share. Please do like it. And uh, thanks very much for for tuning in. We know there's lots of places you can put your attention. Really, thank you for putting it with Boostly. That's it from us. Bye for now. <laughs>